Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today we're going to play Let's Play Conspiracy Theory. Let's Play Conspiracy Theory. Yay, yay. And now you get to visualize the um, confetti, multicolored, some blue, some orange, some red, a lot of red and blue. Um, but yeah, confetti. Let's play Conspiracy Theory. Uh Chase Strumpf was lifted from the Tennessee Smokies game today. He wasn't injured. Just walked over the dugout, headed to the dugout. Brandon Hughes, a relief pitcher who used to play outfield, headed out to the outfield and took over there. And the game progressed along. Uh, Brennan Davis had been playing designated hitter, so that's probably why Hughes went out instead of someone else, because they were basically wiped on outfielders otherwise. And Christopher Morrell went to third base because Tennessee needed a third baseman. So, we're going to play conspiracy theory, and we are going to assume we could be wrong. We're going to assume that Chase Strumpf is with the I-Cubs starting on Wednesday. I'm even going to say the D in Wednesday because this is conspiracy theory time. I can do whatever the heck I want. So what we're going to do, we're going to look at the Tennessee and the South Bend rosters as they are currently constructed. I'm leaving out players who are on the injured list, whether six. Uh, 60 or 7 day. I'm leaving out catchers. I'm leaving out pitchers because we're basically looking at how will the Tennessee Smokies deal with Chase Strumpf leaving. Strumpf was presumably considered to be a second baseman, but with Carlos Sepulveda, who will be mentioned in a couple minutes, doing such a good job at second base, they put Sepulveda at second, Sepulveda. They put Sepulveda at second, Strumpf at third, and he's actually Strumpf has actually played rather well at third base. Um, but if he's gone, then that creates some confusion. Uh, Tennessee's infield, uh, Cam Balego, who can also catch, but he's generally been playing first base. Carlos Sepulveda usually has been playing second base. Delvin Zinn can play all about the infield, but usually it's short. Andy Weber, I'm not sure. At this time of year, there are a whole bunch of players who are injured, and there are a whole bunch of players who are, well, I'll play if you need me. I'll play if you need me. I'm probably really not good to go. I can probably play like two games a week. Don't push anything much more than that because I'm about tired. And there's a whole lot of that around the league. You know, today the I-Cubs played Tyler Payne at third base. Tyler Payne's a catcher. Tyler Payne is not a third baseman. And it's not a case of the I-Cubs have a whole bunch of guys who are on the injured list that would otherwise be playing infield. They have a string of guys that, you know, I'm about tired. I'm about tired. 
The season has been rather long for a lot of the players because there was no season last year. They're just not used to the grind necessarily. Next year, maybe the grind will be less difficult. Maybe they'll, they will be more able to take it, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Hypothetical, Tim, you're inventing stuff. But the out, the infield, Belego first, Sepulveda second, Zinn short, Morel third. That seems reasonable. Grayson Bird, Andy Weber filling in as needed. That seems a reasonable infield. Um, but it doesn't sound very deep. I kind of like another guy there, especially with Chase Strumpf potentially leaving to Des Moines. Now let's look at the outfield. DJ Artis, Brennan Davis, the twin Nelsons, Nelson Maldonado, Nelson Velazquez. Um, Maldonado usually DHs. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's the outfield. Artis, Davis, Maldonado, Velazquez. Tennessee really looks one short on both the infield and the outfield. They really do. They can survive. And as long as nobody gets injured, you know, a, a, you don't want to have somebody get lit up late in the season because, well, we didn't want to have to play him that day. But we really didn't have anyone else. So it would be probably useful for Tennessee to add someone on the infield and somebody on the outfield with the understanding that Christopher Morrell can play all over the field and you can switch him to the outfield and give him a, give the team a whole lot more depth. But if you're going to do that, then they need a third baseman. So really, 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 Tennessee ought to have probably one more infielder and one more outfielder just to get through. Probably so. And if they're going to get someone, they could get a hand-me-down from Iowa. They could. But since Iowa is already playing... Tyler Payne, third base. I don't know if they have a whole lot of hand-me-downs to send back that are third basemen, simply put. So basically, it would be really nice to add a third baseman and possibly an outfielder. Now we switch to South Bend. Rice Ball and Tyler Derna, they've made things really easy recently. 70% of the time, Dernan's the first baseman. 30% of the time, Ball's the third baseman. And whichever one's not the first baseman is the DH. So there's no real thought there, no thought even necessary. That's how it goes. Uh, Ball and Derna both in the lineup pretty much every day. I don't remember the last time that I had a South Bend game on and one of them were not in the lineup. Uh, and, and both of them weren't in the lineup. I think ever since the trade, both of them have been in the lineup almost every game. Scott McKeon is one of those guys that fills in as needed. Jake Slaughter has been South Bend's third baseman. An idea could be to send up Jake Slaughter to play third base in Tennessee. Not a horrible idea. 
Jake Slaughter has struggled at the AAA level. Not saying it's a bad idea. Um, possibly sending him back up. Possibly now he's more prepared. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that is one of the options. Uh, Scott McKeon being around. I don't think there's anybody from Myrtle Beach that ought to go to South Bend tomorrow. However, if there is going to be someone who would go to South Bend tomorrow, it would probably be Kevin Maday. He has been hitting the heck out of the ball recently. He's versatile enough in the infield, can play second, can play third, possibly, 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 possibly Kevin Maday to South Bend. Might make a bit of sense. That would also clear up more innings for the guys in Myrtle Beach and possibly even allow a call-up. Not going to say Reggie Preciado, but it could be Reggie Preciado. But it, it could create a call-up situation for somebody up to Myrtle Beach. Who that would be, that, that's beyond the depth of this podcast because I don't want to bore you all. But um, Tyler Ball, or Tyler Derna and Bryce Ball will both play pretty much the rest of the season. They could, they should, they ought to. Bryce Windham plays all about the place, a little bit of second, a little bit of third. I don't know that they would want to move him up because the uh, catching situation is kind of, um, they want to have Windham around. Luis Vazquez has been hitting really well at South Bend. If you are looking for a merit promotion, Vazquez to Tennessee might make sense. Then you would be looking at Zinn and Vazquez um, with somebody at third. I'm not entirely sure how that would play out. It could, it very well might end up being Christopher Morrell at third base much of the rest of the season, unless Jake Slaughter gets called up, in which case um, Slaughter would probably get most of the reps. So again, that's uh, information kind of a bit garbled, but uh, Liam Spence, if there are any moves with players going from South Bend to Tennessee, Liam Spence should probably get starters minutes the rest of the way. He probably should get starters minutes the rest of the way, irrespective of anything else. So potentially, if somebody's going from Myrtle Beach to South Bend to help with this player crunch, Kevin Maday makes the most sense. Kevin Maday makes more sense than anyone else in that in the Myrtle Beach infield. Full breath. Okay, now, since Tennessee also has a bit of an outfield crunch, unless they're going to move Morrell back out to the outfield, which they would have a monstrous, cavernous infield roster crunch. Again, if we're going to include Morrell as mostly an infielder, the outfielders are DJ Artis, Brennan Davis, Nelson Maldonado, Nelson Vasquez, they would need someone else. So, let's look to South Bend's outfield. I'll start with Edmund American, Bradley Beasley. 
Both of them are perfectly usable options in South Bend. They are not guys that you are necessarily going to be saying, woohoo, yippity, skippity. We are going to be greatly successful in the postseason because these two guys are going to lead us there. That's not necessarily who they are. They're not really starters. They fill in. They play. And with Ball and Derna taking the DH spot, there's really not a whole lot of room for them to be the DHs. The rest of the outfield is Jonathan Perlaza, Alexander Canario, and Johendrik Piango. Those three guys are going to play every day. So basically, Perlaza, Canario, Piango, Ball, Derna, Slaughter, and Vizquez. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven of the eight are going to play pretty much every day. And there's real, you know, there's really not a whole lot of arguing to it. Maricon or Beasley could play more. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to send one of the outfielders up from South Bend to Tennessee, I would lean Jonathan Perlaza. He's done very well. He has frankly <coughs> earned a call-up, if that's how it's going to work. So then what you would be looking at is Maricon, Beasley, Canario, and Piango in the outfield. That's a perfectly functional um, advanced day outfield. Is absolutely needed. Um, wow, I'm not sure even who you throw out in the outfield if you need someone. But you're not going to be DHing the outfielders very much because Ball and Derna will be taking care of that. You got a catcher, if you you know something along those lines. Um, it could be they could possibly think about calling up someone for the outfield spot from Myr Myrtle Beach. That sort of a situation, possibly Jacob. Um, Wetzel, he's been doing rather well, and he's mature enough that moving him to South Bend probably would not cause any difficulties. Moving up Wetzel would also make more room, more opportunity, more swings for Peter Matt, Owen Casey, and everyone else on the roster. So... If there's going to be an infielder moving from Myrtle Beach to South Bend, my guess would be Kevin Made. If there's an outfield outfielder moving up at this time of year, I would guess it would be Jacob Wetzel. And if there is an infielder moving up from South Bend to Tennessee, I would guess it would be... Wow. I, I'm really flipping a coin between... Jake Slaughter, and Luis Vasquez. Uh, Vasquez has earned it. Slaughter's actually a third baseman. Ah, uh, wow. I can walk through this one either way. E e either one kind of makes sense. But if you're moving a an outfielder from South Bend to Tennessee, my guess would be Jonathan Perlaza. He's definitely deserved it. He's done it for a long time. 
I last, oh, I don't know, what, six weeks? He's been fantastic. And if you put Perlaza in the outfield with Brennan Davis and whoever, that, that that's a perfectly fine outfield. And if you're calling up one of the infielders, Slaughter would make sense. Put him at third, move Morrell to the outfield, have him float back and forth. Because with Tennessee, the DH is a lot of times one of the, one of the outfielders. So, um, if Chase Strumpf is moving to Iowa, and if that means Tennessee needs one or two more players added, my guesses would be for South Bend to Tennessee in the infield. Either Vasquez or Slaughter, either one, either one, whichever argument you want to make, I'm good with it. Outfielder. Jonathan Peralaza to Tennessee makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. It made a whole hell of a lot of sense yesterday before there were any injury concerns. And if anyone is moving from Myrtle Beach to South Bend, Kevin Maday makes the most sense of the infielders, and Jacob Wetzel makes the, makes the most sense of the outfielders. Would that justify moving up Reggie Preciado to... Myrtle Beach, there would probably be a lot of call for, please do it, please do it, please do it. I want Ed Howard to play. I want Ed Howard to be able to play whenever he wants to. Sometimes at shortstop, sometimes at second base, whatever, whichever. There are enough other guys on that roster. I kind of like to see them get, get some chances to play. But if it ends up being someone getting called up, be it Preciado or be it whichever, whichever player it ends up being whoever it would end up being, that's fine. Um, but yeah, with Chase Strumpf being curious, curiously listed, wow, Tim's tongue is not working. With Chase Strumpf being curiously lifted, I felt it was kind of about time to play. Let's play conspiracy theory and walk through if for the last two and a half weeks of the seasons in Tennessee and South Bend. There are going to be some roster moves. Let's look at what they might be. And I think we've done that fairly well. Um, it's really nice having Tyler Derna and Bryce Ball doing the first base DH thing. That's really what should be going on in the minor leagues. It's fine to have an outfielder. You know, possibly a four-person outfield with one of them taking the DH and the other three splitting up. Um, right now, not having Darius Hill, who's out for presumably the season. Uh, he, he might be back for like the last four or five games. I don't know. Don't, wouldn't it just be better to put him on the 60-day disabled list and say, hey, thanks, you did a great job. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Peralaza to South Bend makes a whole lot of sense. Vasquez or Slaughter to Tennessee makes a bit of sense. And Kevin Maday taking over if someone is called up from South Bend's infield makes a whole lot of sense. And I think Jacob Wetzel has earned a look at advanced A level. Um, he's done well enough. He hit a home run Tuesday night. Um, I don't know that he's better 
than low A. But at least for now, I think he might be ready for a different challenge. There's just so many guys bouncing in and out of that lineup. As far as there was before and there still is. Um, if you if you tell Wetzel, you're going to South Bend, you're going to start five games a week. You're going to start five games a week. We'll, we'll find a way. That would, that would benefit him. Now, is he better than some of the other players? I don't know. But um, if Perlaza gets called up, you're looking at an outfield of Canario, Piango, Beasley, American. That's going to need another outfielder. That is going to need another outfielder. And if you're going to need another outfielder, Jacob Wetzel makes good sense as any. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed playing Let's Play Conspiracy Theory. Now be sure to put your pasta strainer and your tinfoil hat back in their appropriate places. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you to get those out. You probably did on your own because uh, you all think well for yourselves. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Have a great day. Be safe. Be nice to others. And I should figure out who the starting pitchers are going to be tomorrow. I think I heard one or two of them. And this year, the MILB.com has been really horrible at posting stuff in advance. But, um, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Edward Elsley. Edward Elsley is going to start for Iowa. That's cool. Um, That'll be fun. Um, Nice follow in case you don't want to listen to... Who's going to be the starter in game two? Justin Steele's going to get one of them. It's obviously not going to be Hendricks. I don't know who's going to be the other. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day.